And as we gather back together, it's time for our, our Bible readings. It's also time for any primary age children and under. If you want to go off, we're going to do some, some of your own activities, and they're just going to happen up there with Emily and Peter in the fellowship area. So if you want to go and do that now, otherwise you can listen to me. You're quite willing to if you wish to. So why don't we have our Bible readings? The Bible reading is on page 1155 of the Pew Bibles, 1155. It's 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 to 11. Now, brothers, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel you are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preach to you. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. For what I received I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter and then to the twelve. After that, He appeared to more than 500 of the brothers at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all he appeared to me also, as to one abnormally born. For I am the least of the apostles, and do not even deserve to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am, And his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them. Yet not I, but the grace of God, that was with me. Whether then it was I or they, this is what we preach, and this is what you believed. The Gospel reading is on page 1000 in the Pew Bibles. It's Matthew 28 verses 1 to 10, page 1000. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. This is the word of the Lord.
dead. That's what I was taught. I'm not, I, I don't know, I can't say yes or no. Yes, I do believe that Jesus rose from the dead. That's a man of science, I think that's pretty impossible. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> yes, yes I did. I definitely don't think that Jesus rose from the dead. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think he did. <laughs> no, Jesus did not, did not come back from the dead. That's ridiculous. Well, it could be used as a metaphor, right? Could have been a, a drug trip. Yeah, of course it did. I do believe in that, 100%. Just the relationship that I have with him is proof enough. I'm not sure, I haven't looked that up. Um, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. Let us pray. Lord, show us your ways and teach us your paths. For you are God our Saviour, and our hope is in you all day long. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So did Jesus rise from the dead? That was the, that was the question that they were asked. It's actually the most important question that you will ever answer in your life. Let me explain why that is the case. You see, I've got here a box of matches. Most of us know what's inside a box of matches. I've got here my, if you like, my favorite board game, Cluedo. Most of you know what's inside a box of, of Cluedo. I've got here a shoebox. Most of us know what you find inside a shoebox. All these sorts of things that we see all the time in everyday life. But let's, let's change the mood. What's inside the box? You see, the only hope that we have the only hope that anyone has in this world that their life does not end in a box is because of what happened that first Easter Sunday morning. In fact, the only hope that you have, the only hope that I have, that my life does not end in a box like that is what happened on the first Easter Sunday. In fact, the only evidence there is out there, wherever you want to look, that life does not end in a box like that is because Jesus died and rose again. And we read, this is the most memorable tweet that I heard last year. Never forgotten it. Since the chances of dying are 100%, why wouldn't you build your life around its one inevitability? This is so true of life. That is why the resurrection of Jesus Christ and whether it happened or not is the most important question that you will ever get asked in life. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. Because that's what the women were doing that first Easter Sunday morning. They were going looking. They were going looking at the tomb and suddenly they encountered this great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. I don't know, have you ever slept through an earthquake before? Do you think it's possible to sleep through an earthquake? It was about eight years ago in Ashbourne in Derbyshire. And like the women, I woke early that morning. 
I was on retreat with two of my friends. And when they got up later, they said to me, did you feel the house shake last night? And I looked at them and I said, what do you mean? And they said, did you feel the earthquake last night? And I thought they were on another planet. And they couldn't believe that I hadn't felt the earthquake. And I thought they were all absolutely crazy. And suddenly there was this great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. Let me ask you a question. Why was the stone rolled away? Why did the angel bother to roll the stone away? And we all know the answer, don't we? It's a simple answer, isn't it? That the stone was rolled away to let Jesus out. That's the answer, isn't it? Yeah? If you think that's the answer, that's wrong. Because the stone didn't need to be rolled away to let Jesus out. Because if you think, how did I start this service? How did we move on through this service? Jesus' resurrection body could move through walls. That's the difference. When the disciples met and the doors were locked, Jesus just appeared. And he didn't just do it once, he did it twice. He came and stood among them. So why was the stone rolled away if the stone didn't have to be rolled away for Jesus to get out why was the stone rolled away the stone was rolled away to let us in that's why the stone was rolled away the angel said Jesus is not here to the women he has been raised as he said come See the place where he lay. The stone was rolled away so that we could go and look for ourselves and understand the significance of the resurrection and what it means. Not as some sort of bit of fake evidence, not as some sort of sort of like thing that, well, it can't be proved by science. Well, there's lots of things that science can't prove. Not the fact that it is a historical fact because it is a historical fact, but that it would become real. Real in each one of our hearts. You see, here's the thing about this matchbox. The matchbox is empty. Here's the thing about the Cluedo box. The Cluedo box is empty. Here's the thing about the shoe box. The shoe box is empty. Here's the thing about the grave. The grave was empty so that we could come and see the significance of what happened. You know, three and a half years ago, just if you look over there, let's just look over there for a minute. We reordered that vestry and we put a new kitchen in there. And when we designed it, we designed it in such a way that if you came and looked at it from the outside, you would see that nothing had changed. It was the same as what it had been for, goodness knows, how many decades before. And when that happened, and it was going on, and when it was nearly finished, someone from this congregation came to see me. And they came to see me and said, Ian, I'm very disappointed. 
That's just the sort of thing that Vicar likes to hear. I'm very disappointed. And I said, well, why are you disappointed? He said, I'm just disappointed because nothing's happening with the kitchen. And I said, listen, I don't know what you mean. Nothing's happening with the kitchen. It's nearly finished. I said, have you opened the door? And here's the thing. They hadn't opened the door, so to them, nothing had changed. Here's the thing about the resurrection. If you don't open the door and look in the grave, nothing changes. It's only when you open the door and look in the grave, something changes forever. So did Jesus rise from the dead? That's the question. You see, it was also the question that was asked last Sunday morning. As you know, if you were here, I wasn't here last Sunday morning. I was in Sheffield. And as I was in Sheffield, I was trying to get to church. And it was a quarter past nine service. And I was trying to drive. And I know roughly the way to this church because it was the church that I got married in 20 years before. So I know roughly the way. And then I kept hitting these, these signs that said, road closed. And I was trying and trying to get to church and I'd managed to get through some of them but they closed the road off at 9 o'clock and so I was stuck in the middle of trying to find my way out and I couldn't get to church because all the roads were blocked off. And I was listening to the radio getting more and more frantic and getting more and more thing because kind of like if I miss a Sunday church then I'm disappointed. And, and so... I then heard this question, did Jesus rise from the dead on the radio? I don't know if you picked up on this last Sunday morning, this, this survey that came out that was produced by the BBC. The resurrection did not happen, says a quarter of Christians. I don't know if you, you did this. If you read the Times, if you read the Telegraph, if you read the Independent, not that you can get it, and think, if you read the Mail, if you read the Express, they all led on this on Monday morning. The resurrection did not happen, says a quarter of Christians. And you wouldn't be surprised being a rector that I would go and look at a bit more at this evidence and go and find out. And you can find this evidence for yourself. It's freely available. You can ask all the questions. The resurrection did not happen, says a quarter of Christians. And then I went and looked. Here's the thing about this survey. They made a distinction when they called Christians between those who tick a box and say, I'm a Christian. And those who would call themselves active Christians, you know, sort of like the word Christian and active go together. And so I then found out that in those figures that they'd put together, that 37% of people who call themselves Christians never went to church. And 31% of them went, well, less than once a month. Mm. Listen, you cannot call yourself a Christian and not go to church. It's an oxymoron. You have to be part of a local church because that's what Jesus was doing all the time. Every week he was in church. And so I went and looked and this is the headline that I found more worrying. Not that. This is the headline that I found more worrying. It wasn't the third question, do you believe or don't believe? It was, do you believe in the Bible's version of the resurrection? And look at the green line. The green line is really important because only 57%, that's just over one in two, of people who would claim to be active Christians, 
So they're going to church most weeks. Only 57% believe it as it was written in here. That was the more worrying headline that nobody picked up on. You know, the resurrection is the most important thing that ever happened in the world. The most important thing. And that's why you got one of those sheets when you came in. Did Jesus rise from the dead? You know, from this very helpful book that I told you about last year called Visual Theology. You can look at all the evidence. Because some of us learn more graphically rather than reading words. And you can look at all the theories, alternative theories were, and why they can't be true. And how the simplest explanation is that Jesus did rise from the dead. And when you do that, when you look at that, you see there's not just the evidence of the empty tomb. You'll see, as we've heard already, some of those resurrection appearances that happened to Jesus. You'll see some of the changes in the disciples' life that they went from scared and timid men to bold and adventurous men who changed the world and women. And you see the legacy of 2,000 years of the church. And all the evidence. You see... When that earthquake happened in Ashbourne in Derbyshire and I woke and I didn't believe my friends, what did I do? The first thing I did after I thought they were having a laugh with me is I went and switched on the telly. I went and switched on the news channels. I went online and I found that it was the biggest headline of the day that there had indeed been an earthquake. And you have to go and explore the evidence because if it's the most important question that you will ever answer in your life then you should look at the evidence and when you do you find this come see in the gospels very quickly turns to go tell the angel said Jesus is not here for he has been raised as he said come see the place where he lay then go quickly and tell his disciples he has indeed been raised from the dead and is indeed going ahead of you to Galilee there you will see him This is my message for you. That the stone was rolled away to let Jesus in. And ultimately, like all things in life that are really important, it depends upon, it depends upon, it depends upon as we heard right at the beginning of our service, faith. Let us pray. So risen Lord Jesus, Roll away the stones of our doubts, wherever they may be, and let us trust you. Roll away the stone of our reserve, and let us proclaim you. Roll away 
the stone of our heaviness of heart and let us rejoice in you and roll away the stone of our fear and let us find hope in you now and through all eternity. Amen.